Hello and welcome to the Spirit Talk podcast, where we'll talk all things spiritual. I'm your host and the creator of the podcast, Brandy Bolton. Join me at looking at spirituality from many different angles. There will be no stone left unturned. From science and spirit to topics that some may call woo-woo, I will also discuss my own experiences as a developing psychic and medium. This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, Spirit Talk listeners. Welcome back, or if you're new here, hello, I'm Brandy Bolton, host of Spirit Talk, where we talk all things spiritual. Today I have a guest. I'm so excited. I asked Mel, who is a medium from YouTube, from Instagram, to join me and she enthusiastically said yes. I was so pleased. I found her when she first started her YouTube channel, which is a plethora of information for people wanting to develop in mediumship and all kinds of things, focused primarily on mediumship. And she's a wealth of knowledge. Reason why I'm coming on here right now is to just say, I just finished editing this beast. (laughs) It's not even that long of a conversation. And you'll hear all kinds of things. I'm no master editor, guys. And okay, there are dogs barking. That's my dog. <laughs> no big deal. I had a pop a pop-in visitor that I didn't expect. And he was doing his job. You also hear Mel's dog on the other side doing little taps on the ground. She or he was so cute. Little little tiny dog just walking on the ground. You hear that. What I'm here to apologize for though is we had bloody connectivity issues. I don't know what's going on. I'm looking into a few things and you'll hear that I kind of stitched them together. Uh, The last time that it happened, I just kept it in because we just rolled with it and we chalked it up to maybe it's because we're two mediums talking. (laughs) Who knows? But I do sincerely apologize. It annoys me when I hear, you know, stuff on the other end of podcasts that aren't supposed to be here. So I'm going to up level my, my sound game here, guys. But that said, the stuff that we talk about far overshadows the silly little connection issues we had. And we are going to talk again. I just love Mel. I loved talking to her and I feel like we could talk forever. I even told her that at the end there and she agreed. So we get into how she discovered she's a medium and just roll with it from there. So please enjoy this conversation with medium Mel. And you probably just heard my cat. (laughs) Enjoy the conversation, guys. I love your energy. I love it so much. Thank you. Yeah. You are from Nevada, Las Vegas area? Yes. I like the desert. I find it really magical. And I don't know so much about the culture um, around Vegas. Like, you know, I haven't spent a whole lot of time there other than, you know, the strip. But I love the landscape. It feels like, you know, I can can feel spirit when I'm there very well. Do you find the same thing? Yeah, I do. I find the same thing, especially when I'm going like hiking. Um, I like to be out in nature. I'm out in as often as I can be 
And you know, Las Vegas is a desert. So really nature for me is a desert. So we have the mountains here. We do have canyons and national parks nearby that I can go to, but I do find that spirit is around a lot when I'm here, yes. Amazing, yeah, cool. So Mel, you have a YouTube channel. I do. And that's actually how I found you. I don't know, I, I don't know what I was searching on YouTube or something. And I found you like right after you started it. And I felt like, uh, ooh, I'm onto something before anybody gets on board here because <laughs> I just loved it. Oh. And one of the videos that I watched um, was about you kind of discovering that you have mediumship abilities. Yes. Can can you tell the listeners a little bit about that, that period in your life or how you found out or the story around that? Yes. So my father was actually killed by um, a hit and run driver in 2014. And I was in a really deep state of grief for several years after that. And I kept asking, you know, there's got to be more than this. Something more has to happen. There's got to be more to life than just living in this grief for the rest of my life. And I remember that was answered for me one evening when I went out with a friend and I had had a really profound experience with spirit that I had ne I had never had, you know, you hear people, they say they've had imaginary friends when they were younger. They felt or saw things when they were younger. They heard they I never had a single experience like that with spirit until this day when this was about a little over two years ago, I was 36. I was at a restaurant with a friend and when my dad passed away, I said to him, if you leave me a sign, I, I will know it's from you. And so I always find hearts on the ground everywhere I go. When I'm hiking, there the rocks are in formations of a heart. Where, when I go to work, there's like gum on the ground. It's in the formation of a heart. So I know that it's my dad talking to me and leaving me messages. This specific night, I went into a restaurant and there were literally hearts everywhere all over the ground. And I thought, okay, I didn't have that usual feeling of, okay, I know this is from my dad. So I knew they were for somebody else. So my friend and I are having dinner for about two hours. Nothing happened. As we're leaving, I could literally feel my shirt being pulled backwards to go back inside. And even my friend looked at me and he goes, what's wrong? Like my shirt was being pulled backwards, but I didn't know what that meant. And so I'm like, nothing's wrong. Let's just go to the car. And then when I get to the car, it's almost like my brain kind of turned off. I could not remember how to open the car door. And it's literally, I ju you just pull the handle back. I couldn't remember how to do that. And I instinctively knew I had to go back inside for what I didn't know. But I begged my friend, I said, please come back inside with me so we can figure this out. As we're walking back inside, I heard those hearts are for her. And I said to my friend, what, did you say something? He goes, no, I didn't say anything. But what I heard was in a woman's voice and I was with a man at the time, my friend. And so I was like, that couldn't have been him. But I asked him because I'd never experienced that before. So anyway, we go back inside and my eyes immediately locked to his friend that had been waiting on us for two hours. She was our waitress. And again, the whole time I never felt or heard or sensed anything until we tried to leave. So I said, I think we need to go back and talk to your friend. And I, I can remember this clear as day. I was so nervous. I felt like I was going to pass out. 
I'm like, what am I going to say to her? I've never done this. And so to kind of make a longer story short, we went up to her and all of a sudden I felt a woman standing right at my right hand side. I felt as if she was touching me so close to me. And I remember looking because I really thought somebody was there and there was nobody there. And then all of a sudden in my mind, I could hear a woman's voice talking to me, telling me things. And I'm like, this, this cannot be happening. But I was telling his friend, the waitress, I was telling her everything I was getting and she started crying and she's like, yes, everything that I said was true and accurate. That went on for about five minutes. And then I felt the presence step back. And I, again, I looked over my shoulder because I'm like, wait, somebody was just there. And then there was nothing there. And as soon as she stepped back, another woman stepped forward. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this, what is going on? And so this happened to be her grandmother. The first person was her mom. Now this happened to be her grandmother. And same thing, all of the information was correct and aligned. And then I went home scared to death <laughs> that there would be something in my home that I would start hearing or seeing things. But that's, that's what the word catapult is so true because I was literally catapulted into this is what got me started on this journey. Holy Dinah. Yes. Wow. That's kind of rare, you know, for it to just kind of hit you like that. Obviously, it does happen, but uh, you have such a unique experience. So from there, you just had these abilities kind of come online. Did you try again or did it come to you again or how did you keep on going? So, yeah, it kind of just came on, but not not as strong as that. So that that was um, back in December, I believe, maybe November, two years ago, sometime like that. And so after that, it took three months for me to have another experience. And that experience happened to be with my mom and my grandmother came through. But I thought, okay, I know everything about my grandma. This, this is probably just me bringing the information up. Well, everything that I had brought up were things that I never knew about my grandma. And even my mom had to ask my grandpa, he's 90 years old, he's still here, had to ask him about it. And it was it was true, it was right. But there was a three month gap there where nothing had happened. And then I, I wanted more, I wanted to feel that more and help more. Like I remember seeing the look on the um, my friend's friend's face when I was talking to her mom and her grandma, and I'm like, I want to be able to help people like this because I've been in that situation where you're just, you want something, anything. Um, you've been in grief and you just want to feel something, that connection again. And I thought, you know, I wonder if there's a such thing as learning how to become a medium. I didn't know anything about it because like I said, I never had a single experience in my life up until that moment. So I went online and I looked up and I'm like, oh my gosh, there really are courses on how to become a medium. This can really happen for me. And so I took courses from about three or four different mediums. And that's kind of how I got started by taking courses and learning how they do their mediumship and kind of tweaking it to my own ability and the way that I feel comfortable doing it. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's fantastic. Just a beautiful example of you following the breadcrumbs of, you know, your higher self, your soul is obviously saying you got this, you know, giving you those little light codes 
that's what I like yeah. to say, little little breadcrumbs. So do you think that somebody who hasn't necessarily had an experience like you had at the restaurant that day, maybe they're just interested, but they haven't had any kind of experience like that. Do you think they could start from ground level and learn mediumship? A 100%, I think that absolutely. I firmly believe that all of us are capable of mediumship. That's what I pride my YouTube channel on is creating videos to help people start from the ground up or people that have had a little bit, little bit of an experience to help, help them have more. That's the whole reason I wanted to create my YouTube channel so that more people could be able to connect and realize that they can actually do this. You don't have to have some special skill or ability. I believe we all have it. It's just a matter of tuning into it and finding it within ourselves and how it works for us. Yeah, everybody has their own kind of uniqueness. We all have our own energetic signature. And though we are all from the same source, we are in this individual body and human experience. So I love that. And that's part of what I absolutely love about your YouTube channel is one of the things you say in your videos is, um, you know, this is for us to learn and grow together. Yeah. And so you're empowering your the people that are watching your videos rather than I see so many people who are in a place of seeking or yearning for answers and they're looking outside of themselves all the, all the time and they end up giving their power away to these psychics and mediums thinking that they can't do it themselves or that they don't have the answers and they really do. It is all within you, right? Yes. So that is part of the thing that I absolutely love about your YouTube channel. And I have to say, I have seen your numerology numbers and had the pleasure of calculating those. And you are like path 33, very rare, very spiritual number all about um, compassion, honesty, integrity, inspiration, and a spiritual illuminator, a spiritual teacher. So, and it often takes many years to live up to that potential of the master number. You have the master number life path where, you know, you can feel a little bit like you know there is something for you your whole life and you're moving toward it but you don't really know what it is and it sounds like you after your first experience in that restaurant you've really aligned to that vibration of 33 and you're really living in alignment with your soul's plan and purpose would you say that you feel that way i do 100 percent It's funny. I remember when I got my numerology report from you, it was so fascinating. I I had never been, again, somebody with numbers or spirituality, but when I read that, I'm like, oh my gosh, everything in here is so true. While I've never had a mediumistic experience as a child, looking back now, I've always been very psychic. I've always been somebody that has known, okay, I should turn right instead of left. I've always been somebody that will know what's going to happen. I've always been able to not know what somebody's thinking, but almost feel it and say, okay, this is what's going to happen because I can feel what they're feeling. I never knew any of that until I started developing into a medium. So yes, I've, I've always had this life path 33, like staring me in the face saying, hey, you're supposed to be doing this. And I never caught up to it until my later 30s. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like half my life is over. I could have been 
doing this, helping more people all this time, being somebody who could help and care for people all this time. And um, I remember my dad came through in one of those moments and he's, you know, everything happens the way that it's supposed to. Um, if you had had this sooner, you wouldn't have had, you know, the life that you have now. So I completely believe that we step into our power, step into our ability when it's the right moment in our life. Yes, yes. Divine timing at play for sure. Wow, cool. So you also do a number of things. And uh, I was just checking on your your offerings and you have so many. Once you had this mediumship and you started getting teachers and and um, really diving into your own abilities with mediumship, did it just kind of open up your world to Reiki, past lives, spirit guides, all these other offerings that you have? Yes. So once I started searching for teachers that help you learn mediumship, I found other courses throughout that search, throughout that journey of trying to find somebody to help lead me and mentor me. And I found Reiki. Now, I've heard about Reiki before, but I never knew anything about it. So when I started diving into what it is and how it can help heal people, I was just fascinated by it. And so I took Reiki courses. I took one, two, and my master level. And it's just such an amazing modality. But, um, you know, I found it throughout my search of trying to find a mentor for mediumship. And then I also found something called Theta Healing. And I found a mentor for that, that I just absolutely love. And I dove right in. And it's all part of my spiritual journey. I believe I was supposed to find these things and learn these things to be able to do them. And they're all different modalities. Theta Healing is not mediumship, but I do still connect to the universe and to the divine to be able to provide healing for my clients. So they're not all in the same modality, but they are part of the same universe, I guess you could say. Um, so yeah, the, that journey took me on so many different paths to so many different healing modalities. And I'm very much somebody that I want to help however I can and heal and change and affect people's lives in the best way. So I wanted to learn all of these modalities to be able to find a way to fit them to me and to my offerings and to my clients. Wow. Yes. I love how you, you know what, what your dad said to you, that message that you got in that this is divine timing for you. And, you know, you wouldn't have been where you are. It's all, it's all aligned. It makes perfect sense because you do have the life experience and you kind of are able to be in your power more because you're, you know, mid thirties now. And so Yes, I feel like, wow, it's just magic at work. So I love that you say mid 30s because I'm about to be 39, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah, that's great. Well, it can happen at any age. We can we can find yes. our path at any age, right? So, and you also do Akashic record readings? I actually just started learning how to do those. So, that's not part of my offerings just yet. Um I found an amazing mentor on Instagram who's helping me walk through the Akashic records, how to read them, how to understand them. And so that's also kind of fell into my path. Um, as part of the whole universe I was talking about. It's not necessarily mediumship, but it fits in 
to, you know, my Shit. spiritual abilities and what I can do. And it's, it was in my face so often I kept finding books or I would see Akashic, the word Akashic around, or I would see, um, just things in my face telling me that I had to do this Akashic Records reading and all the timing really fit together because I found this mentor on Instagram randomly and she offered mentor sessions in the Akashic Records and I thought, oh my gosh, this is my sign to do this. I have to jump in and just start doing this. So I was really excited about that. And what do you find when you're learning that? I find a lot of deep knowledge, especially when you're first learning how to access the records, you do a lot of readings for yourself. So you really find out a lot about yourself, about your journey, about who you really are, because the body we're in, I fully believe it's just an avatar. Um, our soul is within this body. So with, within the Akashic records, you find out your soul, you find out who you are as a soul who has been serving many, many lifetimes in many, many different ways. And so you really dive deep into the Akashic Records. And that's what I like about it. I like the deepness of it, the fulfillment of it, the information and the knowledge that comes through is, is deep. It's not superficial or surface level. And I really like that about the Akashic Records. I'm having a lot of fun learning about it. Um, I have another month, I believe, and then I'm going to work it into my offerings. Like you said, I have a lot. I might be I might be revamping that a little bit because I do have a lot of offerings, but I'm just so passionate about everything that I have available that I don't want to take something down and there be a client who who's looking for something that it would fit to. So we'll see how I work it all in, but I should have those up in about a month or so. Cool. It's all an evolution, right? When you're doing a little spiritual business, it, it changes and grows as we do as human beings, right? And the energy of your business and your YouTube and your Instagram and stuff does have that same thing. Like what you said at the beginning with when you catapulted out and you got these abilities, it has that energy about it too. Your business does. So I love that about it. And um, wow, Akashic Records, Back to that, I think what you said about learning about your soul, wouldn't that be valuable for everybody? Because I find that to live an aligned life and to be on a spiritual path, we really do need to learn our soul's voice, right? And yeah. people don't really know how to do that. And what I find is that it takes just dabbling and practice for me anyways, just try a little of this, try a little of that. You'll find out who you are and you'll just feel, feel better in your own skin suit, your avatar, <laughs> right? Yeah, I agree. That's something else that I try to pride my YouTube channel on is some of the things I say is, you know, take what I'm saying to you, but make it work for you, however it resonates with you. What I say doesn't have to be the way you do it. I might meditate for 45 minutes and you can do it in 15 and get the same benefit. Or I might, I, so as a medium, I like to develop my symbols and stuff. And I've given videos on how I do that. And I've had people reach out to me and say, wow, I took what you said and I tweaked it to how it would work for me. And it was amazing. So I always pride myself on teaching people how I do it, but asking them to go within themselves, finding their own voice to their own journey, their own path, their own way to do things. And I do believe that it is our soul's way of 
helping us as well. If you can go within and hear, like you said, hear the voice of your own soul, it will tell you what's best for you and what you need and what you, where you should be going. If you can just quiet your mind for just a moment, your soul will talk to you. Yes, yes. Teachers are very important, of course, but we are our best teachers. I, I think we, we I know our soul. Our soul is guiding us all the time and our spirit team, of course, too. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yes. You brought up meditation. Um, one of my favorite videos, actually, of yours that I watched, I think, quite a while ago now is um, Sitting in the Power. So can you talk a little bit about that and what maybe the difference is between sitting in the power and meditation and why do you sit in the power? And for anybody interested, check out Mel's um, YouTube channel because her videos are amazing. And this one in particular is really well done. And you're so creative. That's again about the number six slash 33. You're so creative. I love all that you put out. But um, talk a little bit about that sitting in the power, maybe the difference between meditation and yeah, go with it. That is so crazy that you're saying that again, everything aligns and all of the, um, you know, everything just comes together when it should. Um, I actually had a few people reach out to me and ask me to make another video about the difference. Um, and so now here you are again, it's like spirit saying, okay, come on, you've got to make this video. So I will do that. <laughs> so meditation is more for yourself. Now, again, this is how I believe it to be. And I always ask my clients and my viewers to find how they believe it to be. But for me, I believe that meditation is about yourself and connecting to yourself, your, your soul within you. So you would be quiet in meditation and just listen to what your soul has to say to you. In sitting in the power, that's a technique that mediums use to gain and hold power within themselves. So what I like to say is start off with meditation first because you want to know your own voice, your own self, your own power, because you're not going to be able to distinguish that between somebody else if you don't know who you are first. So you want to meditate first and find your voice first. And then when you're sitting in the power, that's a tool to build up your spiritual power, to be able to hold that power. You're connecting to the divine, to God, to source, however you prefer to refer to that. And you're sitting within that power so that you can feel it. What does it feel like? Does it talk to you? Can you hear it? You're just basically connecting to something other than yourself to build up your power. Now, sometimes when I sit in the power, I like to connect to different things to see how it feels. I've sat in the power and I've connected to my dad's energy and I felt what that feels like. I've connected to God directly and I felt what that feels like. I've connected to angels and spirit guides. So sitting in the power, you can sit in the power to connect to any being that you want, but the purpose is to feel so that you know what that feels like and to gain that power. Oh, yeah, you explain that so well. And I was getting all these visuals as you were talking. First of all, what you said about meditation to me really resonates. It's so true. And what I always say is you're getting to know your own energy, you know, and, and again, your soul's voice. It's another way yeah. to get to know your own energy, which is uh, paramount when you are trying to develop spiritual abilities um, yeah. and sitting and how you talked about sitting in the power. I just got an image 
of you, because I'm looking at you, um, just a light being. So you're kind of gathering all your power and you become this beacon, whether you want to communicate with spirit or not, you can still sit in the power and just, yeah, feel divine, really. (laughs) No other better way to say it. Yes. Sitting in the power is not about um, trying to communicate. Like you said, it's about just sitting there and feeling it. How does it feel to you? So you can know if I connect to an angel, this is where I'm going to feel it in my body. So sitting in the power is not about communicating with other beings. It's about feeling that power within yourself so you can recognize it and understand it. Yes, yes, yes. And you do, you mentioned angels, which you do have to vibrate, you know, very high. You have to be in your power. You have to kind of get to this level of consciousness and logic. And that part of the brain has to go totally off, off board uh, to be able to connect to angels. And that is done well. You practice that through sitting in the power, right? That's how I practice anyways, too. So I love that. Thank you so much for giving your interpretation of that. And yes, please do make that video. This is your, your second or third sign to do. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I was thinking about something else when we Oh, so when you when you had that experience at the restaurant, you talked about you had the the spirit behind your right shoulder. Often that's how I get spirit as well, just behind me, including my own spirit guide. Uh, and you were hearing like Claire audience, right? Is that how you would describe it? Now, do you still receive spirit messages in that way? What other Claire's are your, are your high Claire's talk about your Claire's for a little sure. bit. Sure, That's so wild that you asked that question, because I think about that moment when it first started all the time, because everything came through in my mind, I could hear it in my mind, which is Claire audience. And after that, it's almost like my Claire audience had turned off. I feel like it was, um, I say God, but and you know, the, my clients, the viewers, they might have a different perspective, but I say God. I feel like it was God's way of getting the message across to me that says, hey, it's time now. You have to do this. And then my Claire audience kind of turned off and I had to work for it. What ended up happening was that my clairvoyance turned on first and I would say a good 80% of my readings are all clairvoyant. I see the information. And then once I see it, then I feel it, which is my clairsentience. So for me, it was really weird. That whole experience was via clairaudience. And I heard everything within my mind in a different voice. And then it kind of turned off and my clairaudience just turned on, like uh, my clairvoyance just turned on. And so most of what I do is through my clairvoyance. Now, Speaking back to meditation and sitting in the power, I wanted to build my other Claire's, especially my Claire audience, because that experience was so profound, so amazing. And so I do sit in the power and meditate as well with myself to practice on those other abilities. And they've started building themselves up as well. But I would say my clairvoyance is definitely my strongest one. Wow. Interesting. Okay. So what came through to me when you were saying that, and I have no problem with saying God either, but uh, is God like kind of making it so obvious to you because you're hearing the voice? Like, 
that there was no doubt that this was something for you. So it was like whacking you over the head with it. You know what I mean? And then, oh, now it's up to you. I gave you this. Now I gave this sign. You got this. Now now it's up to you. So that's maybe why it got sucked back. Yeah. And and the clear audience is so kind of jarred. Like there's no way to logically think yourself out of it right and people go through life seeing things in their mind's eye all the time without realizing that is a psychic skill right so it's funny because I also use my clairvoyance and clairsentience most that's what's well I try to pull in the clairsentience it's mostly claircognizance actually but um interesting because if you just see an image you kind of have to have another Claire in there to be Correct. able to kind of interpret what the heck is going on here. Okay, I see a white bunny. Okay, what the heck does that mean? I need I need Claire cognizance, Claire sentience, and other things to get yes, it. So yes, to put it all together, yes. Yeah, fantastic. So when you're doing readings and stuff, you're using a lot of uh, Claire sentience and clairvoyance. Hey. Yes, the family members and friends that come through like 85% of the time will show me visually first and then they give me the rest of the information through my clairsentience, which is the feeling. And then sometimes I have gotten it through clairaudience. Now I want to say too, back to your comment that God kind of like said, Hey, here you go. It's your turn to take this and run with it. Now I fully believe that that is what we are here for. We are not here for somebody else to guide us or lead us or make us do things like we are our own soul and we have to find our own way. But of course, God's going to give you that little push in the right direction. And I will say too, that in that moment, I heard her mother and her grandmother's voice. But since then, I've probably only heard another voice, maybe five times in readings. And I've done hundreds and hundreds of readings. 99% of the time I hear it in my own voice. So that's something else that makes it hard to distinguish if it's you or somebody else. But yes, to answer your initial question, they come through clairvoyantly for me first. And then the rest of the information comes through claircognizance or clairsentience. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. We work very similarly. Claircognizance is something that is uh, difficult for people to trust. And that is like a big, big part of developing your abilities is trust, trust in yourself, trust in source, universe, God, whatever you want to say. So those people who are very, very claircognizant, that would be maybe their natural ability. They Uh often have a hard time, I find, believing, oh, this is outside of me. It's not coming from my own brain, you know, and that's kind of where I was coming from when I first started to develop. I would just know things and I would just logic, my logic would be like, oh, yeah, I heard that at some point in my life or whatever, you know. So I'm just saying that to encourage people to... Uh, dive a little deeper if you are interested in this like if if you're getting a lot of claircognizance just try to push past past that barrier of logic in your brain the ego wants you to not believe that this is spirit (laughs) that's true very true I agree with that you know something about claircognizance too like you said trust it is very hard to trust because again you're hearing it in your own voice 
it's not, you know, you're not hearing a different voice or a stronger voice. It's your own voice. And so I remember when I wanted to build my claircognizance, this was like, you know, right at the beginning, I said to myself one day, okay, this is what we're going to do today. Higher self, God, me, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to trust and accept everything that I get today. So if I get this intuition, this clear cognizant download of I need to turn left, I'm going to turn left today. And if I get this clear cognizant download of don't go this way or don't do that, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to follow what I'm feeling and see where that takes me. And that really, really built up my claircognizant skills a lot for me is trusting. Like you said, trusting in everything that you're getting, everything that you're feeling. So I just took that and ran with it. And it really kept my abilities going because the trust, like you said, is where it's all at. You just have to learn to trust what you're getting and it will develop and build stronger. Is it there? Oh, there you are. <laughs> it's so weird wow. It, oh, my goodness. It, it okay, kicks you out, and then I stay in there, and then, like, you breathe. It's so oh, weird. It does the opposite for me. It shows me, and it says oh I'm God. fine, okay. and it kicks you out, and it says you're offline. And you know what? I've never had a problem doing recordings like this unless it's with a medium yep. and we're really yes. connecting. Okay. A, a, other so, friends have told me that too. Like the technology starts, to, it's almost like, I don't, I don't believe in evil, but it's almost like they want, they don't want people to find out that you, they can actually do this. I've, I've had that. Right. Before. Right. People, you are more powerful <laughs> than they want you to believe. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll pick up from where we left off. I'll have my editing to do for sure, but I love this conversation. So I won't keep too much more of your time because we are having these bloody connectivity issues. But um, right from where we left off, you were talking about your higher self and yes, Claire cognizance. I was, yes, I was yes. talking about, um, I was piggybacking off what you said that a lot of it has to do with trust. And that's, that's more true than anything when it comes to being a medium and developing your spiritual abilities is trust. And I remember in the beginning when I first started, I wanted to build my claircognizance because, again, I didn't trust because you hear it in your own voice, the downloads you get, the information you get, the pings you get. It's all in your own voice. And people expect to hear God in like a deep voice when it happens. And that's not what it is. It's your own voice. And so I remember in the beginning saying, okay, this one day I'm driving in my car and I said, you know what? I'm going to put a lot of my trust and faith in this. And whatever I get clear cognizantly, <laughs> I'm going to go with it. So if I get this, okay, you need to turn left. I'm going to turn left. And if I get this, now it's not the right moment to talk about this. I'm not going to talk about it. And that really helped me build my clear cognizance because I was putting my trust in what I was getting. And if you follow my YouTube channel too, I'm like a journal freak. I write everything down. I like to be organized. So I would go back and write everything down that happened that day and review. And then later I would, okay, this is how I felt when this came through. So I know this is something coming to me from somewhere outside of myself. You start to find those patterns. 
Mm-hmm. So you're finding your own evidence. Yes. Like of, of things that are just every day and you're a journal freak. Are you Virgo? I am not. I actually don't have very much Virgo in my chart. I'm a Pisces, Pisces, Cancer, Taurus. Oh, Pisces. Yeah. Pisces. I'm born in the oh, sign of Pisces. Wow. wow. Cool. Yeah, no, I thought, I, I wonder if there was Virgo. I think that's a different medium that I'm thinking of, but um, I love that you journal. I admire that dedication. And um, I think it's a very, very good tool for developing mediumship and, and psychic abilities for sure. Yeah. So I I don't want to take up too much of your time because we are having connectivity issues, but I do want to say that I would love to talk to you again. I feel like we could talk all damn day. day. And uh, yeah, if you're ever coming up to BC or anything like that, give me a shout. We'll have lunch or go for a hike in the forest or something like that. that. And um, talk to the listeners about how they can find you all of your socials and all that fun stuff. Awesome. Okay. So I try to keep it really simple. I'm on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. It's all at mediumship with Mel. So it's super easy to find me. Uh, My YouTube is dedicated to videos on how to help people find their spirituality, not necessarily just mediumship, but a lot of the content is geared towards that. So there's lots of stuff to find for everyone in any modality that they're trying to build themselves up in. My Instagram I keep because I can get DMs and communicate and and help people that way. But I like to post inspirational things on my Instagram, um, downloads that I receive, um, feelings that I get. So my Instagram is more towards the information I'm getting and my YouTube is more towards helping people. So whichever one you feel most comfortable connecting with me on, I'd be very honored. I think your Instagram does help people. It is uh, coming through to you maybe in a different way, like you said, and a download. But again, your spiritual illuminator and those messages that you put on the little um, posties, that beautiful little graphic that you do um, on your Instagram, they're simple and profound and I get a lot of the same information myself and everything that you says resonates and I just love 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 your page and all that fun stuff so thank you I so appreciate you coming on hopefully next time we can chat uninterrupted with these (laughs) silly who knows I'm gonna look into it because this has happened once before but I'll figure it out but we'll chat again and uh just one last thing One last thing, Mel, Um, to those people who are seekers and who are interested in their spirituality, but just don't quite know what to do about it or where to start. Do you have any advice or what do you have to say to them? Yes, I get this question a lot. They ask me, what do I do? I've never like me. I've never had an experience. What do I do? I want to bring this into my life. The, what I tell them all is the first thing you have to do is find your voice, like we talked about earlier, is to meditate more. And I remember in the beginning, my mentors were saying that to me to meditate. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so boring. Who the heck has time for this? Why am I even bothering? And now that I'm in it, I know that it is one of the best things you can do for yourself. And so what I say is start with five minutes five minutes, whenever you can fit it in, everybody's got five minutes, Um, then move yourself up to 10. If you can, you have to find your own voice within first. And quieting your mind is what's going to do that for you. 
Fabulous. Thank you. Excellent thank you. advice. And thank you so much for coming on until yes, we talk again. Okay. Bye-bye. So <laughs>